All right, what's up, everybody? So we are back on another episode of the Puff and Prosper podcast, and I have Rocky with Cajun Chronic, yes, sir, in the bloom room with us today. Uh, so we're just gonna kick it, kind of chop it up about what he's doing in the industry, what he's got going on with Cajun Chronic, um, and just a bunch about plants in general. So we're gonna talk a little plants, a little cannabis, a little business. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in on another one, and I'm gonna let uh rocky do most of the talking on this one so man just introduce yourself to everybody and uh tell them what what cajun chronic is and what you got going on where you're from just give them the whole whole history dude yeah i appreciate you for having me on the show colton of course Um, so cajun chronic i'm originally from new orleans cajun chronic is a new orleans brand a new orleans theme if you look at all my packaging my marketing it's all new orleans you know our our culture our style our theme all that um yeah i like it it's like mardi gras theme Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then, like I was telling you also, uh, I played college football for Texas. So after I graduated from Texas, I went to play football at FIU. Um, from there, I got a concussion. After I suffered uh, a concussion, you know, I felt it was time for me to hang up, hang up the um the cleats, you know. So yeah. uh, moved straight to L.A., moved straight to California. I was smoking weed throughout my whole college career, all the way up, you know, since high school, junior high damn there. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Hell yeah. Uh, junior high damn there. Um, <laughs> so... You know, moved straight to L.A. When I moved to L.A., we found hella growers. The, the passion and love for the plant just started to to go up more, you know. So, yeah, so yeah uh, got to L.A., met some growers. The Herb Con, to be exact, um, pretty dope brand. They got some fire shit, Jungle Boys, Cookies. They, yeah. They're branding in a lot of dispensaries. And we did a collab on uh, One Strain, Honey Relay. Honey Relay was fire as fuck, you feel <laughs> me? So when I dropped it in Ice Cream Dispensary, that was our first drop. We sold out in a week, bro. It was fucking crazy. Um... And then from there, we got to like five dispensaries. Yeah. And yeah, that's a little bit about the brand, Um, you know, just pushing the culture of cannabis. Dude, it sounds like you're you're honestly everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so that's super cool. And that's that's really why I wanted to bring you on, too, because I feel like you have a lot of insight. Like, a lot of people think that I just dabble in, like, the CBD and the hemp stuff. But I do mm-hmm. recreational and medical and stuff. I go outside of, right. like, Texas and just my regular market. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and just to pick up off of that, um, with the CBD, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know, you talk, you talk bad about it, but at the same time, it's going to be in every plant you smoke. But not, yeah. on, not only that, though, it's different benefits to everything you do. I'm pushing CBD right now because I know the benefits of yeah. it for your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you want to get high. Don't smoke uh, CBD or take gummies to get high. You take it for your body. You don't 100%. take it. You know what I'm saying? You don't take it to get high. So, you know, it, we just got to educate people more on, on, like, you know, what the CBD does Definitely. to people and, you know, push the culture of CBD, too, because... There was a lot of dope hemp growers that grow some crazy shit that look like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it looks right like here, fucking <laughs> straight gas, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like we got to do a better part of educating people yeah. on it, you know, and pushing the culture of CBD as well. That's what I tell people is like, it's a combo of the THC and the CBD that I always look for. It's mm-hmm. not just like, I don't want just like a, a rush of THC or or a rush of CBD. <laughs> like, I want like a good combination. You got to find your dosages. And what works best for you. Right. But, dude, I want to talk about the concussion thing because that's something we have in common. Dude, I, had a, yeah. I, I played ice hockey at a very high level. Oh, so, shit. like, I, I I literally know everything about that concussion shit. And, and honestly, this is the reason why I'm able to even, I think, function at, like, yeah. a 95% again. Likewise, is because likewise. of, like, the, the outlet it has allowed me to find to help things like headaches, anxiety, sleep, like, mm-hmm. all that shit that comes with it, you know. Um, I love that you, you brought that up because that's a huge... Uh, passion of mine especially for this show is to get more information out to people like probably more athletes mm-hmm. uh anybody who has had an, a brain injury or anything like that to like mm-hmm. you know come and try ask some questions you know find a product that works right for you right find a brand that you you vibe with and that you can trust and 
you know, see if that's a, a solution for you. So I love that you brought that up, bro. Right. And, I, and I'm glad you picked back up off of that because um, while I was in college, I was, you know, I'm not going to speak on nobody else, but, you know, while I was playing football at Texas and FIU, I was smoking yeah. them there every fucking week. Um, so another thing I was doing in college was taking the CBD. Um, yeah. Hey, it was, hey, Chris, some droppers we took, was that CBD, CBG? Okay. Yeah, CBG. But is it is it? Cause I I remember taking like CBD droplets though, but I can't remember like the actual, like the brand or like the ratio. Ratio. Mm, it's probably one to one, bro. Like that's like the most common. People want like if you want like ten milligrams of THC, then you throw ten milligrams mm-hmm. of CBD on there. Okay. If you ease up on the CBD, you'll get more of the psychoactive effect. Okay. If you keep the CBD up there at a higher ratio. It'll like lessen the whole high okay, of right. THC, right? So it'll like counteract. But yeah, while I was in college, you know, besides smoking THC or just getting high, I was also taking CBD droplets yeah. and you know getting my body right, you know, because in any fitness, wellness, or you know, sports, you gotta have something for your body. Mm-hmm. Like you know, r- rather it's like some type of fish oil pills or all type of supplements. Yeah. Like CBD falls under that category, you know. So you know, hundred percent. I think I think I think you know uh, I think a big a big audience for us should be athletes, you know, yeah. where our brands. Well, you can see like in the industry too, more things like the MLB, NBA, NFL. Shout out to NBA. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they're, they're actually like moving forward and progressing. And, and, you know, it's also, nobody is under the impression that people aren't using cannabis right, outside right. of the day job, even nah, if your day job is right. in the arena, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I think that it's kind of like, are we pick your battle. Are we going to fight this? Or are we just going to let people have this as a resource? And I mm-hmm. think that that's good. And the more that, more of those professional leagues start to break down the stigma too. I mm-hmm. think, you know, it'll become even more accessible and uh, acceptable by a society, dude, for, right. for especially the athletes. I think people that are like, I was that way. Like I thought, dude, if I smoked, or if I took weed, I would be done. Mm-hmm. It's over. Like I'd be couch locked. I'd ruin my lungs. My career would be done. <laughs> no, you know? And it took me a long time to kind of get over that. But that's because of, that's like the culture that I was kind of, in at the time and right. nobody was telling me that it's an option mm-hmm. you know nobody was telling me that there's things out there uh like cbd or thc so that's right. super cool dude but i think uh, i think that's just a part of society and the stigma because growing up for mm-hmm. me as well you know i grew up in an all-black community um almost an all-black high school yeah. um in new orleans louisiana but the stigma is like don't be you know doing drugs and smoking don't be yeah. you know this dope <laughs> shit like but it's not that you know what i'm saying like i was a real hippie so you know smoking and you know playing football i was picking up Every 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 week I was getting like at least two two new offers from big yeah. these big colleges and still smoking all day every day and yeah. you know on top of my grades on top of uh practice and on top of film everything I was still doing it but you know the, the cannabis always been there always been a part of you know helping me and some yeah. of the older guys who came from the school too so I think it's just a stigma because even though I was smoking and being you know this this I ain't gonna say hippie but this you know this pretty mm-hmm. hip guy who smoked all the time and you know promoted the flower my parents was not supportive of yeah. me smoking or you know what I'm saying we won't. The car smell like weed, the house smell <laughs> like weed. I couldn't smoke inside the house. So, you know, it's just a stigma of society that, yeah. you know, that we need to change. And, you know. Dude, I I'm I, I, I think it's super cool that you brought up that, you know, you, you were getting offers from colleges. You were maintaining your grades. Mm-hmm. Like, you finished. Like, it's, it's crazy because people literally think, you know, I think that a lot of people in this industry are, are just stoners, man. Like, we're just burnouts mm-hmm. or, you know, we're late. We don't care we're unorganized and lazy we're demotivated right. and like obviously that's not true another thing is this with with cannabis um so there are a lot of guys that you know it's it's, it's another stigma that you know people smoke and yeah they can't function or they they have to smoke and it's that yeah i take breaks i don't i don't have to smoke every day i don't have to smoke yeah. every week you know what i'm saying i don't have to smoke every month 
I take breaks and when I'm ready, I don't smoke, you know what I'm saying, just for the feeling. I smoke for the taste. I'm mm-hmm. a real connoisseur, kind of you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's not something I need to just smoke and do every day, you know what I'm saying? But I love the plant. Like I said, I'm a connoisseur. Kind of I love the taste. I love yeah. the feeling. I smoke because I want to smoke, not because I need to smoke. Yeah. But it's real beneficial to the body and to the mind. That's why, you know what I'm it saying, is. we talked about what we talked about earlier with, you know, CBD, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Which is cool because when I was in hockey, like, I would totally disregard what was going to happen to me after the fact. Mm-hmm. Like, after the game, after the fight, after the bout, whatever it was, like, you just were beat up. Yeah. And yeah. in my mind, dude, like, in my mind, I'm every bit yeah. of – you know, six, five, 300 pounds. Nah, like fight. I'm every bit of a monster <laughs> in my mind but yeah. out here. I'm just this guy. Right. And this guy can't handle a lot of shit. Nah. that I get this guy into. So mm-hmm. it was cool to find options like that, man, to just the recovery thing is so untapped. I think not enough athletes mm-hmm. tap into that thing. So that's super, that's super cool that we got this content, honestly, even mm-hmm. of, of talking about that because we have different, like totally different experiences around sports and, mm-hmm. and everything. But again, the commonality is right here, what this plant can do for you. And, right. and, uh, dude, I love that. Let's talk about some of that connoisseur shit, bro, because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I would be growing or, or partnered with Jeremy and shout out to Jeremy again for hosting. Shout out to Jeremy Green, man. Yeah. In the, in the, uh, the bloom room again, but I wouldn't be, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be here being this passionate about the grow and of the plant if I wasn't on that connoisseur side of like, I care how this strain is different from this strain. Mm-hmm. You know, this plant is different from this plant. The flavor, the taste, the strength, uh, the efficacy is all different depending on the grow process and, and the type of, of uh, strain and genetics that you get. And people don't realize, and we said this on the episode with Jeremy, people don't realize, dude, there's 110 steps in here in this room to make this stuff happen. It's mm-hmm. not like you put a seed in, in some soil and let it go. Now, you can do that. Right. But you don't get the results that we're getting here. So what is your experience like when you had – all that experience with the cultivators and stuff and getting your own brand started in those different markets. Like, did they take you into these different grows and show you these things and let you try everything and you picked out exactly what you wanted? Like, how was that? How did that go? Yeah. yeah. So with that, um, yeah, we did exactly that. We went to, uh, first, first, first off, I want to say like when I, when I first moved to California, all the grows I was, I went, I went into wasn't 100%, you know, legal grows. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. um, I went to a few grows to where I met the right grower with the right licenses. Yeah. Um, and then from there, man, they, man, shout out to HerbCon because they grow some fucking wild <laughs> shit. Like, I was telling my boy Chris, like, you know, when we first went, I was like, bro, they grew some gushers. And I'm like, bro, I've never seen any any flower that looked like this in my life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and I, growing up in New Orleans, we had everything. Sorry, we had all the old school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We had everything. But going to Cali and actually seeing this shit firsthand, you know what I'm saying? This shit was crazy. So, yeah, it, it was just crazy to pick out the strain that we wanted. Um, but they had to do a little breeding process and this and that, this and that to get what we really yeah. wanted. And that took a while. But um what did they focus on? Like what were you looking for? Did you were you looking for like how it looked out of the bag, the smokeability? Like, was there anything that you really were looking for, or did you just like try to find the best right, right. and run with it? Um it was hard because um they had a lot of flavors and uh, a lot of the flavors was like what what people want purple mm-hmm. you know real stank you know what yeah. I'm saying big nugs I think ultimately what we what we you know shot for was the terpene profile uh the THC percentage was pretty high but that wasn't what we was looking for but yeah it just added a little bit of you know hype to it you know what I'm saying but yeah just a terpene profile and then how it how it came out how it smoked how it tasted and that's why we went with uh, honey roulette. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's about ass. But so, what has transitioned you into trying a CBD market? Okay, so <clears throat> basically in California, you know, we we were just going ball still wall. 
you know, trying to get every shot. But I found out, like, we built a brand, we built an image, we built mm-hmm. a culture around Cajun Pronte in California. So much support. But I just felt like, you know, California is California at the end of the day with or without us. So we wanted to move yeah. to Texas and just try, you know, building a culture here in Texas and yeah. Louisiana as well. Because, you know, you know, state to state is right next to each mm-hmm. other. Um, I never thought in Texas I would be able to come into something like this and see this in Texas. <laughs> you know, playing football for Texas. Yeah. and yeah. Growing up in Louisiana, I never thought I could go to a farm in those two states and see this. Yeah. So I think it was more so for the culture um, and just for the, the benefits of what CBD actually does. We want to educate people and, and, and you know, before everything is 100% legal, TAC, recreational, yeah. we want to make sure we educate people on the CBD side, Definitely. you know, so. And stake your claim, dude, with the brand. Like, it's open season, especially down here in the South. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have California, Colorado, Washington State, Oregon, all these places where the big brands have already gone there. They've set up, yep, they've taken yep. hold. But, like, Texas and some of these southern states is still, like, absolute uncharted territory. So, like, 100%. that's what we're doing here, too, with Jeremy Greens and the Grow is, like, you know, we're we're growing hemp and stuff, but we're just going through the motions, bro. Mm-hmm. We're practicing ready for that big game. And that's right. what, you know, once it flips, we're going to flip everything and we're we're going to have all, time. Yeah. all of our lessons learned, you right. know, and we have our people in our network that are right. going to be buying from us. Right. And I like that you talked about building their brand because that's super important. And in this industry, I feel like a lot of people do assume like, you know, because I'm this person, like I'm just going to hop into cannabis and drop a brand or no, Yo, because I have this ability or I know a little bit about plants, I'm going to hop in and just drop a brand. But Dude, it's a lot more than that. And mm-hmm. and again, like the fact that you're already intentionally starting to market to people in these untapped markets, mm-hmm. bro, is going to prove to be very fruitful for you, man. Like regardless of how long it takes. And this is what I tell everybody in the South, like no matter what, what state you're in, if you're waiting on legalization, it's it's probably going to happen again eventually in the future. And there mm-hmm. are things that you can do today to start cashing in and setting up a foothold in this industry right you're getting a head start. on the cbd and hemp side right man. And, and i encourage people to do that and i love that cajun chronic is starting to do that and we got a lot of cajun heritage out here you Hell know we yeah, got a yeah. lot of people bleed from state to state nah, back and talk. forth and you know I, I love going down there to uh louisiana and stuff i got family down there if you leave louisiana sober and hungry it's your own fault isn't that like a thing you know yeah, you, yeah. you can't go through there without uh getting into some good food and some Facts. substances but Dude, yeah, like it's super cool to see Cajun Chronic now like expanding into into CBD and hemp. I think we've seen other large brands like cannabis brands realize there's a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. in the CBD and hemp side. And so, you know, sometimes they try to show up too late, you know, or or they get like the knockoffs and mm-hmm. stuff that will chase them. But I think when you dig in, you have a brand like yours where people can it's a tangible brand. Like they can reach out to Cajun Chronic and mm-hmm. it's you and Chris and you you y'all are behind it. Yeah, yeah. You know, one hundred percent. We ain't got no no exactly. no whole corporation. It's just us three exactly. or us two. Me and Chris and, you know, probably family members. That's it. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Um, and nowadays, like, even when you look at black market stuff, like, you don't, sometimes you don't know where it's been, where, you know, who's touched yeah. it, well, whose hands are on it. Right. And, then, you know, that's why I always encourage people to, like, find a brand, find a person that's behind the 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 actual product that you're getting and consuming of, of any kind and, like, just dig in with them. Trust right. them. Right. You know, because most of the time people that are doing it like this, like, we're doing it. You know, we're doing it for the right reasons and we're putting the right types of products in people's hands right. versus, you know, not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's super a, te- a big testament to to what you got going on. I mean, dude, just like it, it, I know how hard it is to create a brand. Mm-hmm. And, and even in cannabis, it's an uphill battle every right. day. You know, somebody's against you somewhere. Somebody's a snake or a shark on the on the next uh, around the next corner and it shouldn't but be like that it know? shouldn't be like that but i, I like i said a t- huge testament to 
it's a Cajun chronic, man. Like you're breaking borders now at yeah, this nah, point, facts. nationwide. Right. Hell um, yeah. And when you start a movement like that, man, you can't lose. To pick back up off what you were saying about, um, you know, just being a new brand, not anybody could do it. And, and by us going to California, you know, where mm-hmm. you could say it's, it's saturated that, um, yeah. By them people like seeing the brand and like actually loving the culture, and that was a big accomplishment for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know when I when I told Chris I was like I'm gonna quit football. I told my mom I'll go quit football, <laughs> move straight to Cali. I'm talking about it like they were trying to push me to go to the league yeah, and get yeah. drafted, and you know I, I was doing I was doing some pretty good shit there. But after that concussion, I knew it was over. I knew I want to do something more. It was hard to believe I would go to California and get my brand in stores or even come up with a brand at that. You know what I'm saying? But to see where we we we've gone for what two years. It's been like two to see what yeah. we've done in two years is it's pretty dope. It's only up from here. But what we're doing here in Texas isn't so much for, you know, the growth. of oh, it's, it's, it's for the growth of our company, but it's more so to educate people on the flower, Definitely. the plant um, and just the, the benefits of, of taking all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day for athletes or just anybody who work a nine to five job, everybody got pain. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody got some type of condition. Uh, you stand up like at McDonald's flipping burgers or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You go be you go go home sore. You know what I'm saying? Um. You're going to need some CBD for your body. Yeah. Um, If you're in class, you know what I'm saying? They, they try to say I had ADHD growing up, but I didn't. Uh, but CBD can help you focus. You know focus, what I'm saying? Like, I swear, dude. So it's a lot you of heard it right here. You heard it right here. It's a lot of different benefits, you People know, from, from this plant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm 100% in the culture of pushing, you know, the THC, the terps, and smoking gas. But I'm also 100% in, you know, CBD, CBG, TACA, and all these different yeah, compounds in the plants because it's all beneficial to everybody, you 100%, know? So. dude. And I, I love that you're on that wave. Like, education is huge. Mm-hmm. It's something that's underserved in this industry. Like, a lot of people ask me questions. Like, you know, I, they see me doing this stuff, so they ask me questions like, what should I get for my back or my shoulder? What should I get for stress? And it's like, I love that people are coming to me like mm-hmm. that, but... I feel like that just shows there's so much out there that's left unanswered for people and they have to find these safe sources to confide in, you know? So I like that you're putting out more educational type stuff and not just pushing like the heady stoner stuff too, because that is where I, where I say it's saturated is like brands that just operate like that. Like there's, they're a dime a dozen, but Mm -hmm. people who put out like they're transparent, they show what they got going on. You can talk to people behind the brand. It just is night and day difference. And the education is super important. Plus, like, you know, I feel like everybody's going to find their tribe and their person. Like, some people want to listen to you say shit. Some people want to listen to me say shit. Right, right. And, like, not vice versa, right? So, like, I love that there's more outlets for education because it's it's super underserved in this industry. We try to do that really hard. And, like I said, you guys do. But, you know, I wish that more people would dive into that. No, most definitely, yeah. You know, help people. I think a lot of people out there that are consumers are first time users sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the time they're first time users, man. The first impression, it matters. If you have some crazy product, that's too much for you. You have a bad experience. Mm-hmm. And then you think negatively of cannabis versus if you would have just had the right education and the right experience, you might think a little bit different. It might have found something that helped you. So I love that, dude. Keep pushing on the education. No, front. I appreciate that, that, that differentiates your brand. Likewise to you, man. Uh, I like what y'all are doing. You and Jeremy, um, it's pretty dope shit. Coming to the farm and seeing this shit pretty dope as fuck. You feel me? Um, yeah, we're trying to set the example for Texas. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to make sure that it's known that we're, you know, we're here. We're doing it right. This is, you know, it's a clean room. We're mm-hmm. we're not as state of the art as what I'm sure you've seen or mm-hmm. what others are. Yeah. But you know, we're self funded. Uh, we're proud of that. We've done everything from from day one, from the ground up. We've bootstrapped every single thing you see in this room. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been paid for by the plants, the hard earned dollars mm-hmm. that that come into this company. And we, dude, we just want to lead the pack for Texas specifically um just about you know craft grown flour like this man i mean it's, it's something that's underserved craft grown flour is like 
is not something super common right now. And I think that people don't realize, but legalization is coming to this market oh, faster yeah. Yeah. than than you know what has been expected in the past. Right. So and then you know, um, we're digging in hard. Like yeah, like a motherfucker. Um and yeah, like you said, uh we do this to educate people like on our YouTube, like everybody grow this shit different. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah we've been to bigger places and this and that, but you know, I might find something at a bigger place that's not as good as something here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The only thing is y'all just smaller but y'all grow it different you know what i'm saying it's just all type of different ways to grow this shit so i mean what we've learned from being a smaller operation is we get more time per plant like we spend more time with each individual plant fine-tuning defoliating making sure all the nutrients are there making sure there's nothing on the plants making sure they're clean they're happy they have everything mm-hmm. they need and when you get to like a large scale bro you, you either lose that or you got to hire a bunch of people yeah you know and then so, um you know somebody i know um in the cold colorado you, uh, you know about this brand Owen and all that they, they do some dope shit so i mean dude they're up next on on the yeah. puff and prosper the roster for you got, sure you dude. got to they man i'm talking about, i've been all over i've been a damn near detroit fucking yeah, you know i've been to all these different grows to where Man, the best growth I've seen probably is in the Co Colorado 100. You know what I'm saying? I believe it. Yeah, he's on the list, man. Shout out to Owen. We're, we're they coming out fire. Way. They bud fire, bro. We're coming out their way. Remember, we're gonna do the same kind of thing. Do do some content in their bloom room. Get a, get a tour of yeah, their yeah, facility. Be nice as fuck. Uh, and really introduce because they're Texans, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know, I know. Texans, yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Uh, they know. some real motherfuckers too. They ain't no, ain't no shady yeah, shit. They, they, yeah. they real people. Um, good business. Another brand, bro. Just yeah, yeah they they on fire. Exactly, bro. man. And that's what. It's cool, even doing this podcast, like just finding your your audience, your niche, finding your your tribe, if they if you will, you know, people that do that, like Indica with the music, mm-hmm. you with Cajun Chronic, and bringing in that culture, mm-hmm. us with this like craft grown, like we are so about the plants, like we're all gonna find our people, and this industry is so fucking big, dude. Right, I say that all the time. People don't realize it. it's so big that it's like we are not. We don't have to like there's cannibalize for everybody. Other. There's enough room. Enough room for everybody. You yeah, feel how many me? Events you've been to that there's like. 20 vendors yeah. sell the same stuff, right? right. People go look at the brand, the people, and then they choose who they buy from, right? So this industry is huge, man. But I think we can wrap up, dude, because I don't want to obviously keep you for, for too long. We want to do some blog stuff, do some more content. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Uh, so appreciate you for having me, yeah, man. Y'all check out Rocky's YouTube channel. Uh, check out Cajun Chronic. I'll include all these links and everything uh, in the description of all these videos. But, uh, dude, appreciate you being here, man. This is It's, it's crazy to you know, be able to, I've seen you grow over the last few years, you yeah. know, I've seen, I remember when you were like, just, just trying to get packaging together sometimes. It's real shit, some, real uh, shit, ideas and ideas and all that shit, bro. Yeah. So dude, it's super cool that we're here Asking now. you a million questions on the end. Like, you know, how I do this, how I do that, what licenses I need. And so I mean, from, from, you know, from the, from the start for real, man. I, I may not always have all the answers, but I can find somebody who does. Bro. Hell yeah. So I appreciate you th- feeling like I'm a resource. That's definitely what I want to be. Um, but dude, thank you for being on this podcast, taking a taking a chance. Not a lot of people out there are like, you know, super eager to give me a shot, but I do know what I'm doing. Obviously, yeah, I got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. I got some some cool spots to film and and some cool people to show uh, to this network, dude. So I appreciate it. And uh, you know, if you guys ever need anything, if you have any questions about cannabis, CBD, hemp, or any products or or how it may affect you, definitely reach out to us. If you're a business an investor an entrepreneur and you're interested in getting into this industry and kind of peeking behind the curtain definitely i'm a resource puff and prosper is a a wonderful resource for that so stay tuned for more we got a ton more people that are high level in the cannabis industry just like rocky here from cajun chronic himself Uh, so we're going to keep on the frontier of the cannabis industry across the entire united states and together we can puff and prosper we will see y'all